Hello, and thank you for joining me. My name is Shalina from Shall We Toke. This is Sesh 34, and I'm going to quickly talk about the psilocybin initiative that has been presented in California. It's been a very interesting, um, I guess we say week now. It's been over a week now that um, the initiative was brought. I think it's been a week exactly today. <clears throat> and it's kind of interesting because like I know people that are kind of involved with it or know people that have written the bill. And I actually went to a dinner held at um, Judd Weiss's house in Bel Air on Saturday evening um, held by Decriminalized Nature California, the people who actually presented this initiative. So that was really cool because the people that were there were the people that wrote the initiative. And one of them, his name was Ryan. Um, I didn't speak to him, but he actually was speaking up at the um, in the middle of like the, the living room or whatever. And he was just... Um, and I'm actually going to post videos on his speech because he made a lot of interesting points. And I kind of want to go through the bill quickly on that because it's... So we already have a bill for psychedelics decriminalization, uh, Senate Bill 519, that passed the Senate. It's passed, I believe, the advisory committee, and I believe one more committee. I don't know if it's passed that last committee yet, but I I believe it's moving pretty quickly. And then it's going to eventually go to the governor, um, who if if it's Newsom at the time, then it'll be Newsom, or if it may be somebody else. But yeah, so it's going to go to the governor, and then if he passes it, or she, he or she, then it'll be um, put into law, basically. So very interesting because I had a couple of conversations with people that are for it and are against it because the 519 bill is for decriminalizing certain types of drugs, psychedelics. So um, psilocybin, psilocin, LSD, uh, DMT, ketamine, uh, MDMA, um, Igobane. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I think it's Igobane. Um, and a couple, of, I think that's all of them actually. Or maybe I'm missing a couple of them. But yeah, so that's that bill is asking to decriminalize, not legalize. So it's it's more so for social sharing purposes and like for medical purposes, etc. This initiative is pretty, in my opinion, I was when I first saw it, I was like, wow, that's pretty bold because we already have a psychedelic bill, but this is strictly regarding psilocybin mushrooms. So the famously known psilocybin shrooms that people know, they're asking to legalize for cultivation, processing, and wholesale distribution of psilocybin mushrooms, which is different than the other bill, which is asking to decriminalize certain drugs, including psilocybin. This one's taking it a bit further by taking psilocybin specifically and asking to legalize it. And they're also asking for medical, therapeutic, spiritual, religious, and dietary use, and for um, in regards to cultivation and processing and, and distro. And also they've asked for the personal use of unlimited quantity, which I thought was interesting, um, which makes sense as, no, no, it's, it's not that interesting because it's the same thing with cannabis. Like you can take as much, like it's your choice, I guess. But like with shrooms, you can have a bad reaction if you take too much. Um, with cannabis, that's very hard to, to do. Um, and then also being under the influence, there's are, there are some exceptions to that. Um, it's also asking to cultivate indoors, outdoors, on private property. Um, and it, this is they're asking for restriction by fencing that's not visible to the outside public. Um, also, those local and state regulations are they're, they're 
I'm going to read this. It's no local regulation must be so excessive or burdensome to make it functionally impractical for for an adult 21 over to grow. So they're basically saying like the local regulations cannot be so excessive on a person and, and, and making it impractical for them to actually grow. Because like, listen, I can't grow. You're telling me, you know, this local reg that you have, because again, state and local are different. You know, you're going to it's it's similar to the cannabis space where you need a state, state and local approval before you can go ahead with licensing when you're in doing it for business cultivation purposes um but back to this so i wanted to actually one couple points i wanted to make they're asking for january 1st 2023 for psilocybin only businesses that are zoned commercial zoned in the proper commercial agricultural area that's approved by the cdfa they're asking that they're they're asking for the state to allow them to begin cultivation, and manufacturing, and wholesale distribution, and then for this is a funny date that they picked April nineteenth two thousand twenty three. They're asking for any business, any business, not just a salsa, any business that it's incorporated in California and has a seller's permit to begin in retail sales which I think is interesting. Again, there's a lot of interesting parts about this bill because they're trying to make it, this is another thing. They say that they wanted to regulate as closely as practical to non-psychoactive shrooms. So they're, they're asking in the the legislation that you're gonna, they're saying regulate it no differently than you would with any other kind of mushrooms. Um, and then they're also asking for no license fee or taxes, no license fee or fine or taxes to be more than what you would do for, in regards to regular shrooms so they're basically saying like don't treat this these shrooms any differently than what you would for regular shrooms um and then there also would be this will be regulated by the california department of the food and agriculture department which is the cdfa um so they're the ones who would allow for the cultivation and then there also there's a medical and therapeutic portion in this bill for allowing for research treatment and personal development purposes um, and psilocybin assisted therapy which oh that's actually been a very push in a lot of legislation like even in um i believe oregon they're uh you know they're pushed they that was the main reason was to decriminalize it for psilocybin assisted therapy so i think that's huge and i think that was another reason why a lot of people were having a little bit of issue with this initiative because they feel like, well, psilocybin shouldn't even be legal. It should only be allowed for medical purposes because people really need it for healing, you know, for trauma, for depression, for anxiety, for literally rewiring the neural connections in your brain. So my counter to that is, well, why shouldn't everybody be allowed to do that? Because, I mean, we all have some health issues or whatever. So it's like to just solely only make it medical. And I see it. Some people are like, well, it should be. The thing with it is that psilocybin is so, it's it's so interesting. The It's such an interesting, um, there's so many different components to it. And um, I don't, I wish I knew the scientific, like in detail, but I don't. Um but I think that to regulate it the same as cannabis, it, it's going to be a little bit difficult. Like I don't know how they're I don't know how they're going to do it exactly. And then also, f- I made another note here for taxation purposes. They say for medical, therapeutic, religious, or spiritual purposes, for there to be no sales use or ex- excess tax, which 
would be big. But then if it's for sold for dietary purposes, um, they were allowing, they're saying basically that there should be a local sales tax. So if it's used for medical and that, it, again, I believe in the medical benefits of it. I, that's the, one of the reasons why I've been such an advocate for psilocybin, if not the only reason, well, that and for spiritual reasons, but in the same with cannabis, it's been for medically reasons and it's also been for spiritual reasons. And I think that not taxing it, obviously it is, if we treat it like it's a medical product at the end of the day, if it's a, it's a healer, it's a treatment, there shouldn't be, you know, especially for religion, you, you're they're not allowed to tax you for that. So I see where they're, where they're trying to bring forth that legislation. This is such a, like, it's amazing. It's like landmark stuff. Like it's like, it's like, who's like, who, this would be the first in the nation. If this goes through like to legalize shrooms, like that would literally in California, that would be the first in the nation, by the way, always got to make the disclaimer. I know I'm an attorney, but no legal advice. People are crazy. Like people literally like, Oh, you heard her. Psilocybin's fully, fully legal. And like, that's not the case. It's fully illegal. It's not legal in the state of California nor anywhere else fully in the United States. So for anyone to think that it's legal, it's not. And I have to make that disclaimer because somebody on here is going to say, oh, sh sh you know, Shalina said it. And it's like, no, it's fully illegal selling, having it, whatever. Unless you're in certain cities and counties, um, depending on what city you're in or what, I'm sorry, what state you're in, like Oakland, for example, they've uh, decriminalized it. Um, meaning that like if you have certain possession on you, they're not going to criminalize you for it. They're not going to waste law enforcement on that i just think that this is going to be huge if this goes through because you know they're already i mean they're here still talking about labeling universal sh uh, mushroom symbol uh same government warning you would have for cannabis they actually would have a qr code which a lot of cannabis companies are doing now in their packaging um and then no law regulation limiting um yeah no yeah i don't know what that last point was but then local city county may ban or limit the number of shroom businesses place on the November, they have to place it on the November ballot. So that's another thing is that it's the same as they're, they're basically saying the same way how cannabis is regulated on the local level. They're allowing for local cities and counties to come up. They, they can ban it outright the same way cannabis can be. They're giving them that opportunity, which ugh, I'm a little bit, I don't know how I feel about that. Cause I just feel like if you're, I understand like well, every city and county, you know, there's 58 counties in California. They can all come up with their own. I get all that, but it's like, it's like, we got to be unified in a way. So it's like, I wish more cities and counties in California would like be on the same page about certain things and that we can like, it, it makes things move a lot quicker, you know? Cause I know it's like in certain parts, like the Midwest, or if you're driving through America, it's like you hit certain counties and it's like dry counties, you know, that's why it's, they say like, I've heard recently, like it's, it's not the safest thing to just drive through all these states because you're subjecting yourself to these laws and each state and each county, not even just a state, but each county and each city, they have different laws. I mean, you can go through a county and it could be a dry county or a dry city where they don't even sell alcohol at certain times or you can't even have it on you. So it's like, there are certain things that like people aren't aware of on the local level. And that's why I have my voting page. Um, I, I will vote on Instagram. You'll see it in my bio, um, on my Instagram because I I'm trying to push for people to understand the importance of local voting and local awareness of what goes on, goes on in your community, because focusing on the bigger elections and the, is that's not going to, 
that doesn't make real change. Like look at the Biden administration. Like they, you know, made a big deal the whole time that they were going to be, oh yeah, we're all for cannabis, all for cannabis. And then now that's come down to it, they are like tabling the issue. And like, while we have states like California that are like, listen, F that, we got to go through with other measures, such as psilocybin. Like, I mean, well now uh, on the federal level, they're trying to decriminalize all drugs, which would be huge, I think. Like that would be a game changer. Um, And a lot of people are for decriminalizing and not legalizing because there's a difference. Decriminalizing, think of possession. And when you think of legalizing, think of sales. That's like the easiest way I can describe it to people that are trying to understand like, what's the difference between decriminalizing and legalizing? I go, decriminalizing does not mean legal. It just means like possession in small amounts, small amounts. You know, if it was large amounts, like no. But that's another thing which is interesting about this measure is that they're saying for unlimited quantity we want no regulation and that was actually a huge thing with um the two different organizations decriminalized nature and maps because i think they're basically saying now like just table that initial that bill that you guys have because they're it, they were trying to put limits on um on your possession and your use and etc and they're like no what's the point like what's the point in in limit in creating limits for people if you're going to do it do unlimited which i believe is fair too and the same way they're trying to they regulate cannabis like you can only have up to you know um an ounce on you or i don't even know if you're allowed to have an ounce yeah 28 grams it's like you know (sighs) that it puts a barrier on people it's like if people give you gifts or whatever and you have it in your car you have it you know you're just like oh fuck i can't have certain things on me or i can't have an excess amount and you're like counting up the weed like it's it's i understand their intent i understand they, they're trying to make sure that people are not having excessive amounts so if they create it to be like one ounce you know if someone has two ounces or three ounces it's like it could be people could take advantage of that i get i see what they're saying but it's just, it's still just furthering and fueling the drug war and crimes and criminals and the black market's still thriving. I mean, there was an article that I posted on my Instagram about how the black market is still thriving. Like in California, it just made the black market just thrive even more. Um, I just think that we need to bring awareness to these issues. And I, I really want to do a quick video on this and just get people up to date on this initiative because this one's huge. It's huge for California. It's huge for the nation. And I'm just excited that I'm a part of it. And hopefully there can be some change that can be made in the next year. I think that if things go through, we can see something happening quickly. Um, you know, there's I didn't think another bill like this was going to be presented. So you never know what's going to happen. But this was amazing to be back. I'm so happy to be back on my own like area, my own like platform, whatever. And I can't wait to do more sessions and hopefully with some of you guys. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining my session. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you at the next one. Bye.